What's happening? This is the Tap In Podcast. We are live inside of the Tap In Studio. Um, I, I, I got a, 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 my favorite subject we talking about today, man. It's a, we talking about money. Okay, we talk about this bread, and I, I had to bring somebody who is a specialist in this field. My man Philip, what's happening, Philip? Man, hey, appreciate you, man. Thank you for having me yes, on. Yes, yes, sir, man. Appreciate you for coming on. So now, uh, exactly, because I always hear people talk about you know financial literacy. You know what I'm saying? And to me, it's like financial literacy is like saying the world, right? You know what I'm saying? It's like okay. How, what part of financial literacy? What like? How do I get into it? How do you start? First of all, let's get get your background. What do you specialize in when it comes to like financial stuff? Got it. So so I'm I'm a wealth manager, right? Which is which is way different than like people who might encounter like the Edward Jones or the New York Life or the Primary Cookers. You you have like different levels. So you have in finance, you know, where I started, it's people who sell products, right? They go sell. Mutual funds, annuities, insurance, mm-hmm. um, and they're selling products uh, for somebody who's managing the money. Okay, and and and, and so you know it, that's where most people start. That's why I started. I did it for eight years, and then, but I'd always wanted to get on the money management side, like the person who's managing the money. And so um, and so, I started my own wealth management company four years ago. I kind of skipped two years, but. Yeah, don't skip, man. Yeah, so yeah, don't skip. You know, it's really a long story short. A a guy who'd been in business for a while wanted wanted a partner, and so he wanted. He said, "Hey, you're leaving. Before you set up your own shop, you know, come, you know, come over here see if you want a partner." So we managed maybe like ninety million dollars together for a couple of years, and um, and I really, you know, learned the business a lot. Then I was like, "Hey, man, listen, I've been a big brother my whole life. I'm not being, I'm not good being a little brother." Yeah, yeah. uh, so I went up and set up my own deal, but but it's the difference is we don't sell products, we don't um, like we manage money for a fee, which a lot of people like because a lot of people are like, hey, I don't know if if you're recommending this product um, because it's better for you and yeah. your commission, yeah, you know, or for me, and so um, and so that's what we do, you know. So okay. At a, at a at a super simple level, so it you know it's. It's relatively new to people that don't have a million dollars, but anybody who has over a million has a wealth manager. They don't have a financial advisor for them. I mean, they maybe they do, but it's you know how you like outgrow a team, it's right? Just, you know, they just haven't realized oh I've outgrown this person who's selling products, right? Okay, and, and so and so I have clients who have millions, and and I, but I also have some who don't because I've used technology to say, all right, cool, I maybe can take the person that has a hundred thousand dollars, you know, as a client. Um, um, because I have tech that makes it not as much, not as not as time consuming. Right. Uh, but then you know a big part is also like four hundred one k plans. You know I manage four hundred one k as well for businesses. Okay. Okay. Now, how did you get even get started into this financial world? How did you get introduced to it? Like, who put you up on mm-hmm. like finances? So, so my first job in high school um, was. So let me let me let me let me give the real you know, kind of backstory about exposure, right? So I grew up in Houston, you know, close to, to, to Willow Ridge. And, um, you know, I, I never knew the neighborhood, you know, was, uh, well, you know, I got to, I got to middle school and we had like, a Chris, I went to Kristen McCullough and we had like a stairwell that had like Crips. Oh, okay. had blood. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. you can go through like one stairwell, you know what I'm saying? So in that environment, I was always a straight A student in elementary Mm-hmm. But uh, my grades start dropping because just the environment, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah. It wasn't, a, wasn't a, it, you know, 
to to what I know, me and my homies wasn't getting shot at, but it also wasn't like a uh, a thriving environment. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, it de- it definitely wasn't guns point. It's <laughs> 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 an inside joke for y'all who watch this. Inside joke. <laughs> okay. So, uh, so my parents moved. Um, you know, moved to a you know um, a different neighborhood. You know, still, you know, middle class. You know, barely, but it was on the it was on the it was on the side of the tracks where um, we were zoned to a high school. Where on the other side of that tracks was like where the Ro- Houston Rockets stay. So it was like money over there, mm. and so and so um, so high school was kind of a di- you know like my homies on the basketball team. I play basketball. You know, they're complaining because. They're getting a, when was it like a, they're getting a two thousand two thousand one, you know Honda Accord, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, and they want and they wanted a Beamer. I'm, yeah. like, I'm like, I got nine two four tempo, you know. Yeah, what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I, you know, I was I was cool, but that kind of the subconscious exposure to just that expectation, you know what I'm saying? And then their parents, like, they all had dope houses, you uh. know, and they and their parents were like engineers, and I'm playing ball with these guys. I'm like, they're not they're not that smart. They're not smarter than me, right? You know what I'm saying? And so, um, you know, I I and and um. And so, my high school, one of my high school girlfriends at the time, her dad—I don't know—he's like a consultant, but I was in his house and he had these like these like he's watching this channel and it had all these numbers and symbols at the bottom and I was like, it's like man, what is that? So he kind of explained the stock market to me and I was like, you know, I'm, you know, I'm seventeen, like, you know, cool, whatever. I'm thinking about our date later on. Yeah, yeah, so I'm yeah. Like, but I'm like, yeah, ah, cool, you know, interesting. Yeah. And so and so that kind of planted the seed. But I'd always been entrepreneurial, right? So I, you know, I, I worked at Best Buy and made like seven twenty-five an hour, and I like, and I like hated it because it was boring. And so I said, "Listen, I didn't." I started selling vacuum cleaners, start selling uh, door-to-door um, satellites, and so I knew I wanted to run a business because, like, being bored at work, which is something you do for like a long time, I didn't want to do. And so I didn't. I hadn't put finance and entrepreneurship together yet, but those kind of seeds were planted in high school and then in college. You know, I was, uh, you know, I was like, why am I going to college? These professors work for somebody. I don't, they can't teach me anything. And my dad was like, yeah, but just go. You know what I'm saying? So I went, studied finance because that was the only thing that I was like, okay, my dad's not good with money. He can, te- you know, he's the best person I know. Teach me how to good, be a good man, great character, all that kind of stuff. But I can't really go to him for money advice because he's not, he's not very great. Yeah. And so, um, so I, that's why I got the finance degree. Then I was like, wait, wait a minute, I can actually like build a business you know where i invest money in businesses and it's kind of everything i wanted to do in in, in in one deal and so that's that's what got me in mm, okay and i always i didn't even realize this myself but i feel like the most the, the most important thing in your life is your paycheck right mm. but you don't get no kind of teachings you don't get no kind of education on now once i get this money how do I, what do I do with this check? What do I, or like, how do I break this up? And I remember being a kid and it was this, uh, my mom's friend, her daughter, she was working like crazy and her mom wouldn't let her spend like no money. Mm. And I was like, that's dumb. Like you working, we in high school, like you supposed to be spending your money. But when she graduated, they went and bought her a brand new car and then I'm looking like, damn, I wish I would have been saving my money because now I'm out of high school. I don't got no car, no nothing. I'm still borrowing my mom's car. I was like, fuck, 
I wish somebody would have been teaching me how to either save my money or strategize something where I could just put a little bit of money away and then I could come back to it later on. And so that's where I started where I was just like, you know what? Nobody in my family, like I feel, is really financially sound or really good with money. Like in black communities, I don't know why we just don't. We don't look at money the same, right? Mm -hmm. And so it just led me on a thing where I was like, I want to understand money. I want to have a different relationship with money. And so it just led me on this YouTube black hole where everything that anybody was talking about money, anybody was talking about finance, what to do with money, how to get credit, how to leverage your credit, anything that had to do with money. Like I just went on YouTube and just like dove myself head first in on anything about money. Right. And so now I feel like I'm in a position where I've accumulated a little bit of money, a little, a little something, you know what I mean? Saved up. So now I'm like, okay, now this is the most most important step going forward because now I'm I'm getting up in age and I know I'm not going to be able to work forever or I'm not going to be able to be mobile so I need to be doing something now that'll that'll plan me that'll get me to where my future where I can still have a comfortable life and I'm not having to be a Walmart greeter I don't have to be going to interview at 60 years old for a young job you know what I mean mm-hmm. put myself in that position so I was like you know what I need to talk to somebody, you know what I mean? And my wife, she was like, yo, I know this guy uh, that my friends use named Philip. that he was really good at finances, so maybe you talk to him. I was like, okay, bet. Now, I guess my question is, for somebody who like who was like me, right, who just getting started, who probably either either going paycheck to paycheck, what's the first initial thing they can do to start either saving money or start planning or putting away money? What's the best thing you can do? Uh, you know what, man? Just start. I mean, I think, I think, um, you know, it's a, 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 for the most part, everybody knows what a savings account is. And mm-hmm. I don't even think you need to get into it. what's the best kind or whatever. Just say, hey, you know, I call it, what's my trifling number? You know trifling number? Trifling number, meaning, meaning what's an amount of money that you know you can you can put away every single month to where if you don't do it, it's trifling. And then just do that. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, okay. You know, some for some it's... 50 bucks for some is 2,000 bucks you yeah, know what I'm saying yeah. but, just, but just an amount where it's like you know you can do it and then just like start doing it like just and, and, and like do it like now because if you wait and I, I like the trifling number because people might say well I can't do that okay what's the trifling number okay go do that right now yeah you, know I mean? like you can literally open up a savings account right now put $10 away if you yeah, can't save $10 yeah. and, and make it automatic you know yeah. on, a, on, a, on an automatic basis and make it to where like you don't you don't go get it and just and just leave it in there which, which is again why the trifle number is important because if it's too big and it cuts into uh, you know maybe bad habits um, mm. then you're going to end up like it's going to be like another checking account yeah you know? so, so, so the important part is just to start okay now, are you familiar with uh, you know stocks and bonds, and right? Mm-hmm. Ex- explain because I don't, I'm I know it, but I don't. Know, I'm not 100 percent sure. Like, what's the difference between a stock, a bond, and an annuity? Mm-hmm. So, so at the core of any type of investing, it's either, and this is whether it's you know private equity, whether it's investing in real estate, whether it's investing in public markets, which is stocks and bonds, or you either have ownership in a company uh, or you're loaning money, right? That's really the only two things you're doing. 
and so equity or, or, or stocks, which mm-hmm. is a, which is a public term, public market term. Public markets meaning it trades on an exchange that you can buy and sell. Okay. Um, so McDonald's, a, a private company might be Papados. Like we can't buy stock Into in Papados without going and find the owner and say, "Hey, can I can I get in?" Right. Uh, okay. And so, um, but equity is where you you're an owner. So um, there is no guaranteed interest or anything. It's just they make money maybe you get a dividend or maybe not uh uh but as the company does better you know in the in the in the the, the value of the company goes up the value of your your shares go up mm, okay um, and then and then bonds are like loaning money so you might say uh hey philip you know um i'm issuing a bond in in, in my podcast you know i'll pay you 10 percent interest on your money you know every year you give it to me so that's a bond Okay, um, and and so that th- those are the main two. Do and, I and, and, do I have to have a tick number or? Uh, yeah, so most of them have a ticker number. Yeah, they okay. have a ticker number. So that way, it's it's just how you identify it, how you okay. how you buy it, and then an annuity is just just a package around stocks and bonds, or it, d- it depends because there are different types of annuities, but it's just a wrapper around it because insurance companies, when they invest in stocks and bonds and provide a product to somebody, it's it's uh, it's done through an annuity. Uh, and to not go too nerd, um, go nerd, man. Yeah, go, yeah. go nerd. Go. An annuity also allows you to turn it into an income stream later on down the road. But in general, I don't like annuities because they're too expensive and too complex. Uh, but okay. It's just an insurance company way to um, uh, invest in stocks and bonds for their clients. And and I ain't gonna lie, man. Sometimes I'd be skeptical about how I invest or where I put my money should be because like I know I know a lot of, like you said a lot of people using their company to sell products and they really just trying to get your commission that's, they, get, they that, get a big commission yeah. <laughs> yes that's what I'm saying that's all they really want to do and at the end of it because I know I've heard stories where people buy insurance policies right mm-hmm. and then they don't know all the ins and outs about insurance and then when you actually need it when somebody actually die and you need that life insurance it's like oh no no no, yeah. no you just been paying into it you're like no you're good i'm mm-hmm. like that is so fucked up so i man so tell me how did you um you said you went from you went from uh, I guess just getting the exposure from your girlfriend's dad, right? Mm-hmm. And then you went to college, got your finance degree, and then you went and worked for somebody? or so, so I did a couple of internships, but where I ended up working for eight years was it was like a 100% commission sales job at, at, a, um, at a big insurance company where we sold uh, insurance and annuities. Northwestern Mutual is the name of the company. Okay. But, but it's, a, you know, out of all the companies, to me, they uh, were at least trying to be the most ethical you can. You know what I'm saying? In an environment where you're selling products. Yeah. So they, um, but the training was awesome. Like, you know, I, I feel like, I feel like um, at the end of my AU career, you can drop me anywhere in the world and I'll be selling something to somebody making money. In yeah. Five years. You know what I mean? Because, <laughs> yeah. Because they just teach you how to build a clientele, how to build a network. And so it was, it was good. Um, and, and their insurance products are, are, are great. Um, their investments are mm, subpar, but yeah, but yeah. And then from there, that's when you started. How did you start your own thing, though? Like you just took your you it's took hard, the clients. It's hard. it's hard, man. Listen, there might be in Dallas two two 
black people who own their own independent investment advisory firm. And let me and it's, and, and 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 I'm not trying to toot my own horn. I even had my my white homies who were doing better than me at Northwestern Mutual that were scared to start their own company. Like they they're just leaving. I left four or five years ago. So it's, so it's not difficult, but I'm just an entrepreneur. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm yeah, not, because I left a lot of money on the table, um, a whole lot um, from from clientele that I had built up and renewals and all this kind of stuff. But I'm just an entrepreneur. You know what I'm saying? Like once, once I say this way is the next step and better and what I need to do, like I have I have zero ability to let fear stop me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, my, like if I don't, I don't fear losing a home. I don't fear, I don't even fear, like this sounds weird. My wife understands it. So, you know, cause I explained it, but I don't even fear losing my wife. Cause when you're in business, like if you, if you mess, if you can lose your family, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I'm tired of this. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yes. you know, but, 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 but if it's something I know I need to do, I, I'm more afraid of regret down the road than anything. So I just go do it. And most people are like, they're afraid of, like, they're afraid of being afraid. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I'm, like, I'm like, okay, what's the worst that can happen? Okay, can have other, have other people been divorced or lost their house? Does that make them anybody who's laughing at you a better person? No. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. So, so I, ha- I have my superpower is the inability. Don't, I mean, I still have the same fears that everybody has. But right. I don't, it, it's, I'm incapable of letting it stop me from doing it. You'd so be that, able to go past your fears mm-hmm. and still, yeah. Yeah. I ain't going to say I'm, I, like, I'm not, I'm, yeah, we ain't even gonna <laughs> we not even gonna say because I I feel what you're saying. Like I understand deeply, like because it's been times where like um, just spending money, you know what I mean? Just spending money, it has been such a like a um, I don't know because it's like I I want to be more conscious of how I spend my money because when I was younger, I would just fucking just man. New shoes come out, new Jordans come out. Fuck it, I'm buying them. New pennies come out, I'm buying them. Whatever, I like. Fuck it, I'm gonna live. I'm gonna like. I, I'm a, I ain't gonna be able to take this money from me. I, you know, I ain't gonna take this money with mm-hmm. with me when I'm dead. So fuck it, let's just spend it. And then now that I'm older and I have a family, now it's like okay, I can still spend the money, but now I just want to be more conscious of how I'm spending the money. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that that um. Have you heard of this new thing that's going around called Shoo Shoo? Or Shoo? Uh, uh, Shoo yeah, Shoo? Yeah, 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 I know. I, yeah, I know. That. I feel like this is a scam, man. I feel, I feel like... You know what I mean? It's, 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 it's not a... It's, I mean, just like everything else, everything can be a scam, you know. Uh, and I think there's probably scam, a lot of scam people in it. But it's, but for me, this is just my personality. Mm-hmm. Let's, say you, let's say you have a legit one that's like legit and scam-free, however you can vet that, which is tough to vest. Vet. But if it were legit, I still wouldn't do it because I'm like I don't I don't know these people. Like, yeah. I, I would much if I'm gonna do it, I would rather do it with the people who I know. Yeah, because it's a high trust business. You know what I'm saying? You yeah. Know? Uh, yeah. So that's just me. Like, I, can you explain the concept? Yeah. Of this? So, so so like for for like people don't people don't realize the way that um, you know foreigners like people who are not born in America. You know what a lot of them will do is they'll come here with like a core group of people. And I'll say, hey, let's put money together. And then and then um, first you start your business. And then when we make some money from that, we'll put it back in the pot. And then you're next. And then you're next. And, then, and so they basically kind of become their own banks to, to where by the time they have a lot of money, bankers are, like, wanting them, like, to give them money because, they're you know, 
they don't need them. Yeah, and, and, yeah, banks, yeah. and banks like giving you money when you don't need them. Yes, so, <laughs> yes, yes. Because because we take for granted banking in the U.S. where it's like it's it's part of the process. But a lot of com- countries they don't have a good banking system, and so they come over here and they kind of create their own you know little banking system. So that's what it is: is um, pooling money together uh, to, to start businesses. Yeah, and it's my my, my wife was explaining it to me, and. Only thing I could think of is Ponzi scheme. This seems like a fucking Ponzi scheme. Like this, this weird. I'm like, okay, so how they making money? It was like, what you mean? I was like, okay, so I put my five because my, my my wife did it and she 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 got paid, and I was like, okay, good. And I was like, you know what? If you get paid, I'll, I'll join. So she so now. I'm on the next to to get into it. But the concept, when she broke it down to me, and I had to really, like, sit down and think about it, I was like, okay, I'm putting money, like, let's say the three of us in this room, right? You put money in, right? Uh, Jazz put money in. I put money in, right? In a month, we're going to pay you $2,000, right? But you got to go get two people. Jazz, go get two people. I go get two more people, Right? They put more money in, so that way we be able to pay you in the month. And oh, so so it's not being invested in businesses? No. Yeah, I mean, when I researched it, it was more for like businesses. So yeah, this this that, that is, this is whatever that is. That's a Ponzi scheme. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I was trying to tell my wife. I was like, so okay, so how is everybody? But but I think what the um, the magic or the 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 part that's keeping it together. Is if people you keep putting them in, yeah. Once people start putting money in, it crumbles. So here's my thing: is as long as like if you go bring two people that you trust, I bring two people in that I trust that could keep this rolling. Then yes, everybody would will be able to make money. Everybody will be able to get paid more than what they put in. But at the same time, if if it if it start getting too out there, where now I don't know the people who's coming in, I feel like now it's this pyramid thing, and the people who are down are, are more you know further away from me that I really don't know if they drop the ball, then everything crumbles. Well, and they will drop the ball. So he, so you're talking about like the economy, right? So so the economy that we lived in built on debt. Uh huh. So so for, you know for example like. The, the 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 banks for every dollar they lend out in general right this is a general term for every dollar they lend out uh, or, or they have in deposit they lend out 10 mm. right and so it's a it's a it's a whole global financial system built on debt and so that's why we have recessions because when money like contracts you know when banks start calling the loan well man man you know you need a you need a, like a dollar back like if, if I got ten dollars you need a dollar back I only got a dollar in the bank. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so it's a trickle effect that just melts the whole economy down in a, in a very simple term. But the whole economy is a Ponzi scheme. And so the reason why we have booms and busts is invariably, um, you know, in this example, people are going to stop putting money at, at the same rate, right? Same with the economy. Money's going to come. E- either interest rates go up, which means people have to pay more to finance debt, which right. means they spend less. Um or they just spend less because they're nervous, or banks call their loans and they're not willing to lend as much, or venture capital investment investors are not willing to, uh, you know, put as much in there. But but people people always contract at some point when things get crazy. Yeah. And then dominoes fall. Yeah. Right. And so yeah, this is that's a Ponzi scheme. Like. 
so it's like, and my thing is, oh, it's good while the getting is good, but you don't want to be that person who who either drops the ball or come in late. I guess. You know what I'm saying? How, how, did, did you get all of your money back? So you put in money and you got all the money you put in back? So just from the, 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 the little bit of information I got where let's say I put in uh, $100, right? In a month, I'm going to get $1,000 back from the 100 that I put in. And then what I have to do is in order to keep it going, I'll put, another, I'll put, put my same $100 back in. So it's like okay, I I and got nine, and you're getting a thousand back the next month. Yes. Yeah, this is the Ponzi scheme. <laughs> yes. listen, listen, you you can you can you can get in a whole lot of financial. You can get yourself out of a whole lot of financial trouble by by this one rule. If it sounds too good to be true, it, it is. probably is. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like my my Warren Buffett talks about. I don't I don't like to um, jump over two foot huddles. You know, I'm not, he, he, what does he mean he, by that? For, uh, two two feet hurdles. I Meaning, he's, he's, he'll say, "I'm not very athletic, uh, and I'm lazy, so I look for two feet hurdles." And he's become a billionaire because people, you know, people who have money, like he, it, it, literally is this simple, right? Why do you think um, in poor areas they buy a lot of lotto tickets? Mmm. Rich people don't buy lotto tickets. You yeah. Know what I'm saying? Don't get me wrong. Rich people go to Vegas. Well, not you know what they do that no, for rich, fun. Rich people don't go to Vegas. Rich people own stuff in Vegas, like middle <laughs> income people, people with high incomes, which is different. Go to Vegas. Rich people don't go to Vegas. Mm, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and and so, um, um, but the but the reason is because poor people succumb to fear and greed. Mm. Right? They e- they they either they either fear, like I said. Losing their home, you know what I'm saying? Like they'll work at a bullshit job, yeah, because they fear losing their home. They have, oh, and when they do get a little bit of money, they want something for nothing. You know what I'm saying? They want to put a little bit in and make a lot in a short period of time, which yeah. which makes you very susceptible to scams, right? You know right. what I'm saying? Yeah, or, yeah. or or like what everybody's doing right now, dumbass investing. You know what I'm saying? Like the stock the stock market is crazy right now, not because the economy is great, it's because at the at the at the and it's generational. If you it, it goes in twenty five year cycles because because the you know so like how how old are you forty so you're too young but like um, maybe like the 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 fifty year olds who were in their twenties in ninety nine when they had a little bit of change they ran up the tech bubble and lost their shit right uh. but then their parents in the late sixties did the same shit. Right, uh, and then, and so now you have the new generation, the, the 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 I'm an old millennial, but like the millennials who are like, who don't read history, and they're like, I'm like, it's the same same environment. You got low interest rates, you got a whole lot of debt, you got just same you know a tech boom, like stuff bubbling up, and 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 you had the same people calling out Warren Buffett, calling him an old dinosaur in '99, and he proved them wrong in 2000. Yeah. They're saying, oh, he's old, he doesn't know how many. Same shit, yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's because, like, greed's taking over. And so, um, yeah, the same thing happens over and over again. It's, it, 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 if you just read history, human beings, we, we, we act in a hundred, just like you have summer, winter, spring, and fall. Yeah. Like, we act in hundred-year cycles and do the same thing. Over, if you, you know, my dad's a pastor, so I used to read through the Bible, and I was like, Dad, why did the Jewish people go from, like, doing the same thing over and over again from you? You know what I'm saying? They would, like, repent. Do well, sin, not do well. 
Over, I mean, that's the Bible. Yeah, over yeah. and over and over again, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but we do the same thing. Like, we haven't stopped. So how can we capitalize, if, if that's the cycle, how can we capitalize on that? Get a psychologist. <laughs> I mean, what, what my biggest value is I'm a psychologist to clients. Like, I, I literally am. I'm more like, listen, man, the investing game is 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 less intellect and just more so, like deal with your emotional issues. Why do you feel like you need to drive that car that you can't afford? Why do you feel like you got to have that big home that you really can't afford to impress people? By the way, I'm not knocking you. I'm not knocking you if you want to do it if you're achieving the goals that you want to achieve. But if that stuff's getting in the way of your goals, who who are you trying to impress? Right. They ain't got no money neither. Right. Right. You know right, what I mean? Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I promise you they don't. Yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. You know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I feel that. Because even like, I mean, I'm, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna tell you a personal story, right? At my job, now I got an old old Lexus, right? It's old, but I, I paid a thousand dollars for it, right? I've had it almost six years. I've got my money's back. I got my money's worth out of that car. It, it probably don't look the best, but it runs like a champ. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Everybody at my job was like, Dante, you need to get a new car, man. You need a new car. And I'm like, why? Why do y'all? Why are y'all so um, invested in me buying a new car? Y'all not gonna help me pay for this car. Y'all not gonna help me do nothing. Y'all not gonna get no insurance on it. Why do y'all help me? And then, right now, I'm. I, everybody's not working, mm-hmm. right? The company, like, it is is bad, right? And I'm like, if I would have bought this motherfucking car, these people would have been over there living their life, and I'm over here trying to pay this goddamn car, yeah, though. Yeah. And I'm like, and then I, I, I worked at a, a car dealership. That's why I'm like, I'm not, I'm not yeah. going to buy a car. But I, that's just a personal story, because now I feel, like, vindicated. Like, yeah. this, 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 I told you, this, motherfuckers. This is a question. I always tell people, <laughs> if, any, if anybody telling you something you don't want to do, be like, how much money you got in your 401k? Mm. Just shut, shut some up. You yeah, Because yeah, yeah. I promise you, people with a lot of money invested, they they actually would be like, why are you buying a new car? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, like it's funny. I used to be part of an Urban League when I moved here. And, and I, Urban League Young Professionals. And so, um, but I quit, you know, I, I was fresh here. I was new. We had just had our baby, you know, we married a couple of years. Urban League Young Professionals is like 80% women. I didn't know. Mm. And so, um, so I would go and they had the after event and I went and I was like, it's a bunch of women. I'm happily married. I'm going home. You yeah. Know? But, but, I, but I had like, I had to stay for a year because I got tricked into being on the board. <laughs> so, um, so there was one time, um, one, of the, one of the ladies was like, well, hey, listen, you know, how do I find, you know, how do I find like nice guys in Dallas or whatever, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, I said, you want to so you know for real? Yeah. I said, listen, guys who are our age, who are driving nice cars, they ain't got no money. You know what I'm saying? They're not about nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Find, find the dude that doesn't like he have nothing and get to know him, and and and, and, and you're going to hit the jackpot. But y'all out here chasing these dudes that ain't got Women nothing. are superficial. That's what it is. Well, dudes are too. Yeah. I mean, dudes, dudes, you know what I'm saying? Like, human beings are superficial. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, 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 but my point is the people that actually, like, have them. Like, my homies that, like, um, were on the same trajectory as me, you know what I'm saying? Like, we... We were making relatively good money, mm-hmm. but, you know, my homie was, you know, he had four real estate properties, you know what I'm saying, but before he was 30, and that's where all of his money was going, so he didn't have a new car. I mean, he didn't have a, you know, a, a, a not great car, but, right. he, but he, wasn't, he wasn't worried about that. He was yeah, like, man, yeah. I'm focused on this. You know, like all of my homies that, and, and really what ends up happening is, if, if, you, if you really see it, it's going to take, 
if if you if you're doing the work in your twenties and thirties, because people get people see these Silicon Valley folks that buy, buy that that work hard, but they get rich early as a factor of a lotto ticket. Like if you ask Mark Cuban or anything, and he were in here, he'd be like, I got lucky, right? Not, you know what I'm saying? Not the difference between somebody who's worth, you know, you know, a billion in their thirties and a billion by sixty, or uh, you know, whatever a, a billion period is, is some factor of luck. Yeah, they. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's not that they're smarter than a person. You know what I'm saying? It's just Mark Cuban luckily timed out and sold in '99. Had he waited a few months, he would have been yeah. Right. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's not, it's not taking anything from him. He was smart. He was good. But it was a thousand other guys that were just as smart, just as good, with just as good ideas as he were. And so, um, and so, and so, my point is, it takes most people time. Like you know, like like. I'm like, listen, I, I had a rule. I'm like, I'm not going to buy a Tesla until I'm 40, right? And I'm, I'll am i be 40 in four years, so I still may not buy it. But my, my, my point in saying that was, even if I was making a million dollars a year, I'm just not buying a Tesla until I'm 40 because I need to put the money back into the net, into the balance sheet to continue. Yeah. To- All right. Yeah, so um, buy the Tesla at 40 because, it, you know, I put the money back in the balance sheet to continue to build it up, you know, like, like, Every last one of my clients that are making like lots of money, you know, they hit their stride like their 40s. You know what I'm saying? And re- you know, really hit their stride in their 40s. Um, and and I'm cool even in the 50s, right? Yeah. Because I'm I'm not trying to impress anybody. Yeah. You know, and so that that's that's the point. Is just if you can get to a point to where you don't care about impressing any people, and you're and you're really focused on like a doing what you love to do, because it's hard. Mm-hmm. And 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 then. Uh, being comfortable, like what Jay Z say, I'm not gonna buy anything unless I can buy two of them. You know what I'm saying? Like if I can buy two of them comfortably, then I'll buy it. If I can't, yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna buy it. I was like, man, that's some great advice. Yeah, you know yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah. If I can buy two comfortably, then I'll yeah, then I, yeah. I'll buy it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't I mean I'm gonna buy two. It's just if I have the ability to buy two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So now, um, people come to you, right? And they got a little chunk of change, right? Because when we talked on the phone, um, I forget, dang it, I had it in my head. But something you told me while we were on the phone about, um, dang, I can't remember. It it escaped me. It'll come back to me. But can you give some people at least some game about when they want to invest, what's the best place to place your money? Mm Mm-hmm. So, so the the best place for the individual depends on like their their time frame and 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 their goals. So, what what I do is say, hey, you know, what what are your goals? How much cash do you have? Do you have any credit card debt? Because that that matters. And then, um, and so let's say somebody has a, a, a thirty year time horizon for where they don't need to touch the money. Then, like, okay, cool. You probably want to do mostly stocks. Right, mm-hmm. uh, if we're investing in the stock market, because they over time have the best ability to to, to make the most money. Um, but if they if it's somebody who's ten years away from retirement, they may have more bonds than a person that has thirty years because they have less time. Bonds are like a stable well, you, paycheck. Okay. Yep. yep. And, and they don't earn much, but it's consistent. It's consistent. You know, okay. and so stocks are more aggressive at a, at a at a super simple level. So I'm just more saying, what's the plan? What's your mix in stocks and bonds? Because that's that's ninety percent of your success. Like which types of stocks and all that kind of stuff. That's way less important than what people think. You know, it's it's what's your stock bond allocation and do you diversify and spread your money out? Um, 
to protect it. A lot of folks approach the stock market trying to get rich quick. Yeah. I'm like, nah. I'm like, listen, man, um, if you just save 20% of your income for a long period of time in the stock market, you'll get rich slow, right? And then if you want to get rich fast, go start a business. Uh. You know what I'm saying? Because, because you know, 20% of 100000 will, will get you rich over a long period of time, but can you make 500000 and put right. 20% of that away? Right. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Or, or, you know, I was like, go, don't try to treat the stock market like a like a business. You know, it's, it's, it's yeah, just go treat a business like a business. Mm, okay. Now, how soon do you think uh, people should start getting into stocks? Like, how early in age? Like, yeah, I, I don't, my, my, nine-year-old and four-year-old already got an account so as early as possible really mm-hmm. okay hey yeah and do you do you recommend like those uh robin hood and acorn do you do you recommend those you, you know what i don't i don't i don't not recommend them my deal is when when you're getting started like i don't really it doesn't really matter you know if it's not a scam you know uh-huh. what i'm saying uh just start you know because then once you start you'll learn you'll get educated um, if you if you use the rule, if it sounds too good to be true, it'll keep you away from the scammy type stuff. But but um, uh, but just just start, you know, and and then and then educate yourself, and then talk to people, learn. Um, if you don't have an advisor who's advising you, then maybe go find somebody who is a, a, a you know like an investor who's been investing a long time. You know, not like this fly by night, but somebody. If you're not using an advisor. Who manages millions? You know, what I'm saying like a wealth manager who ma- I manage millions of dollars. You know, what I'm saying yeah, so. Yeah. If it's not a wealth manager, go find somebody who maybe has a million dollars that they built up through investing and kind of pick their brain. Um, but but just stay away from these scammers. And then people say, well, what if I don't know any of those two people? I don't have an advisor or that. Well, go listen to the tried and true people. Go read some Warren Buffett books. You know, like don't listen to these new people. Yeah, like these new people <laughs> yeah, are garbage. Yeah, yeah. You know, like li- go go listen. Is is it's a rule that says uh. You know, um, old technology stays around longer than new technology, meaning I can't tell you what new technology is going to be 25, 20 years from now. I can tell you bikes are going to be around. Yeah. bikes have been around for thousands yeah, of years. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. I, know, I know bikes are going to be around. Yeah. But I don't know, you know, I don't know when we're going to have flying cars. A new iPhone. Right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And you know what? One of my favorite, um, I, I kind of live by this a little bit when, I, when I'm thinking about investing, something that Warren Buffett said. He was like, when, the, when society gets aggressive, be conservative. When societies get conservative, be aggressive. And I was like, you know what? I, that's, that's a, when I thought about it, I was like, yeah, that's a good rule mm-hmm. to live by because it's like, when everybody start pulling their money out, then that's when you want to start investing because now it's cheap. When everybody start putting their money in, everybody start being aggressive, pull your money out because now you know it's going to be a bubble and it's going to pop. Mm-hmm. And now that's what happened with the housing market. Because I remember at one point in time in L.A., it was gangbangers doing real estate. It was, it was like the banks was giving everybody money. And I was like, something don't seem right about me buying a house for man, man. Like I, I just, I just, don't, I just don't know about that. But it was like, so I want to give like some, like high schoolers, because people that are that may not be able to get the education. You know what I mean? When they get paid, what should they do? I, I seen a funny video. It was this young dude. He was in high school. I think like sixteen, seventeen. He got his first paycheck. And he oh, thought he, yeah. <laughs> you seen it? He thought he was getting a, a, like two hundred eighty dollars. He was like, man, they finessed me. What am I? <laughs> they take my money. So, 
give somebody who's just started earning like um like a paycheck how they should break their paycheck up what how should they divide it up in should they divide it up in thirds fourths or what should they do with that money yeah you know i what i would do is i would, I would say you know take 10 percent, save it put it in savings account right take take 20 percent and blow it like do whatever like like have an account where i call it a splurge account just whatever you want to buy uh and then and then put the other you know 70 percent in another account that's just for like bills you know what i'm saying like maybe your your parents make you pay for your insurance or your card or whatever but you pay the 70 percent out of that um and then if and if, and if you say the 10 percent and you don't really care to save more and you don't have any other bills you can blow that too I'm talking about a high schooler. Yeah, because the most part is getting get the habit of saving ten percent of what you, of what you make, like no matter what, right? If you really want to be real rich, start with twenty percent. Like if you do twenty percent, you start in high school. I mean, you're you're going to be rich by fifty. You know, probably sooner than that. Exactly. I mean, you, <laughs> you, you can make you can make every mistake under the sun. And still be rich by fifty if you just save twenty percent of your income. Of every check you mm-hmm. get, yeah, yeah, shit, man. Now, what do you think about um, real estate investing in real estate? You, you know, I think I think um, I think it's a good a good place to go. But I think also people treat real estate the same way. They, they approach it by trying to get rich uh, quick, you know, um, and and they don't. They don't respect the game enough, meaning they'll say, oh, I want to make some quick money, so I'm going to, like, flip home. I'm like, but you realize that's a business. Mm. Like, you realize you need to put 80 hours a week. You know, when people get in trouble with investing, whether it's stocks or whether it's real estate, and they're not passively doing it, they're trying to, like, make some real money. I'm like, think of it this way. Like, I'm a finance person. I know real estate. I know the math. I think I'm... I think I'm slightly above average on my understanding of how to do real estate, but I wouldn't do the deal because I respect the game. Because I'm, because me, if I'm trying to do that, I'm I'm imagining I'm getting in the ring with Mike Tyson. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and, yeah. And, and I, so I don't, so I respect the game. So I'm like, well, cool. I don't want to play that game. You know what I'm saying? Like, not, see not, me, I'm crazy enough to get in and at least just start swinging crazy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just a, and, and, and so I might catch Mike Tyson. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, probably not. <laughs> but, but 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 you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm I'm saying I've already devoted my 80 percent of my you know my 80 hours a week to this craft. Whoa, you know what I'm saying? Okay. And so you can't do it for two. Like you know what I'm saying? Like like the reason why Conor McGregor didn't beat Floyd Mayweather and he never had a shot. Come to boxing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Floyd's the best in boxing. Yeah. Go sit, you're not even the best in UFC, first of all. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> You know? Um, so, so, so that's my deal. Like, people, you know, you got to just respect the game. If that's what you're going to do and you're going to devote to 80 hours a week and, and put it into work, go for it. So how do you diversify then? Because from what I heard, like, the three main places that you want to uh, invest in, real estate, stocks, and um, – and a business. Mm-hmm. Those they said those are the three ways you can get rich if you diversify yeah. yourself so, in those. So here's how I plan to invest in real estate and not have competition. So we own the home, then eventually we'll own like a rental property, like just a basic buy and hold rental property that that we can buy right when the you know when we get opportunity. Mm-hmm. I'll own the place where I do business, and then I'll have some REITs, some liquid real estate investment real estate investment trust that we can buy on a stock exchange and really that's the extent of what I plan to own so I get diversification I'm not making crazy returns by flipping 
but I get diversification. Yeah. You know, because because again, it's always a, it's always about like the alter the the alternative use of my time, right? So so I could use my eighty hours doing whatever I want, and so my deal is, you know, how did God create me? Like with skills that I have and the and the uh, and the time that I put in, what's the best way for me to make the next thousand dollars? Right? Mm-hmm. I don't. I'm, it's not real estate because I put in fourteen years. <laughs> you know, fourteen years in doing this. So yeah, it's, it's, it's doing this because because I don't I don't need to do that. You know, I don't. I don't if I can, it's way easier for me to ten times the revenue of this company than to hit a home run in a real estate deal or even like try to hit a home run in the stock market. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, uh, because even though I invest in stocks, you know, the, the target returns that I'm looking for are um, not trying to 100% my money every single year, right? I, I understand the strategy to do that. Uh, I choose not to employ them because they would take 80 hours a week. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I, and I don't want to use my 80 hours for that because it's way easier for me to spend the 80 hours you know, ten times my revenue and invest in twenty percent, and I'll be, I'll I'll be, as rich or richer with less effort than the person who's trying to get rich quick, fast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 You know, so it's 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 all about self. I think it's self awareness. Matter of fact, it's a whole lot of people that don't realize that like they can build a podcast making an extra hundred thousand dollars a year, you know, um, from their job, and then if they invest fifty of it. They can be stupidly rich. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you know what I'm saying. I think I think so many people are looking for that magic pill. Mm. You know, it's it's I, I call it the, the 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 diet industry. You know, like the diet industry makes all its money selling a magic pill. There is no magic pill. <laughs> You're right. You better you know get your saying? ass and work out. You better go work. <laughs> you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you follow um? Do you follow Grant Cardone? I don't like that dude. You I don't like, like Grant? Book. I like his concept. I like his book. I'm not saying I don't like him. I don't know him. Okay. I don't know him, but I I don't love the typical American. You know what I'm saying? Like Captain America type machismo. I don't like them. I, <laughs> I, I like Captain America. I don't like Cyclops. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, I just don't like their personality personally. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And and, and that's what that's what he is to me. Is like the the typical rah rah. A, a American macho, but the concept of his 10x rule, which I read, I liked it. Mm-hmm. I, and I, I had never encountered his personality before I read the book. Then I, then I saw him and I was like, I don't like that dude. Yeah, <laughs> but I don't know him. So. Yeah, because I almost, I almost invested ten thousand dollars with his company, mm-hmm. with Grand Own Capital. I almost, I almost did, but I don't know why. Something was like, yeah, I just, I just don't feel comfortable just giving my money away and just letting him. Like invested in real estate, and then he's gonna give me a return. And I'm just like, yeah, I need, to, I need, to, I need more information. Mm-hmm. And I guess that's one of the reasons why I didn't do it. But I was like, I didn't see where it was, oh, it was a lot of risk, and because he he already has the property set up, he's already doing real estate. If I give him ten thousand, he'll give me eight percent return on my money. You know what I mean? And whenever he sells it. Um, I forget what was the deal. Whenever he sells the real estate or or whatever he does with it, then you'll get your money plus 15% or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I, I, the, the concept, just the, 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 the basics of it, I was like, that, that seems like a win-win. You know what I mean? But I was just like, I don't, I don't have enough information right. 
to even just give ten thousand because I've I worked hard for my ten thousand. No, you know what I mean? I, I spent a lot of time trying to save yeah. that. So now when I now that I have it, I can't just give it away. I feel like I if I if I lose it, like I want to lose it on my terms. Right. No like facts. it was something that I See, did. And, and you're hitting the point. So and I lose a lot of clients because because I'm boring. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm like they're like well Philip. Can you can you? I say, listen, man. Stock bar is gonna give you what it's gonna give you. Yeah. They're like they're like, well, what's your job? My job is to say, what are your goals? If you got a thirty-year goal, you're going mostly stocks. If you're going, if you got a ten-year goal, then it's gonna be maybe fifty-fifty. I'm not gonna like, um, you know, my I don't have a, I don't have a, I'm not telling you I have a superior ability to pick stocks. Like I'm matching your goals to the portfolio, and the stock market over time is gonna do it, right? Maybe. Maybe seven percent a year, maybe eight percent a year, maybe six, depending on like how much bonds and stocks you have. But it's gonna do what it's gonna do, yeah. right? I said all this fancy stuff. Um, sure, you can, you know, you, you know, potentially you could do better, you know. But the odds are maybe you won't. Mm, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I, and I said so. Just bifurcate your money. Say ten, twenty percent. I'm gonna have tried and true boring stuff. Right, and then if you have any extra, go shoot for some home runs. You know what I'm saying with that. Go give Grant. You know what I'm saying. Like if, yes. if ten thousand is your home run money, and you're putting away ten, twenty percent, and you know at some point you're gonna be rich, you know, and you got some extra, then just lotto, yeah, lotto ticket. You know <laughs> yeah, see, if, that's if, what if, I, if, if I lose the ten grand, cool. But if it turns into a hundred, fine. You yeah, know what I'm saying? yeah. And I mean, and, and it really is that simple. You know what I mean? Like I think, I think, I think if you just had like a dedicated amount of your boring stuff that you had on autopilot with a smart wealth manager, you know what I'm saying? And then you focused on you increasing your income, and then when you had extra money, you just like you just start throwing that lotto tickets. And all you got to do is hit it one. Yeah, you know yeah. You need one lotto ticket yeah. to hit. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's it. And then you'll be rich. Yeah. So if somebody um what if somebody comes to you like what's the first step? I know you you say get all your goals, but does the people have to have a person has to have a certain amount of money to um, to have you manage their money? For the most part, yeah. I mean, there there are some people that don't have you know, and and I and I, and I have less of a hard number and more of a because I have like over 150 clients. So at this point, it's more like, do I like the person? Do I think they're serious? And do I think they're gonna eventually have a million dollar account? Mm. Um, and if I don't, I'm just I'm gonna be like, oh man, look, you can go this route. You know, yeah, I'm like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> finesse them over I here, mean, like I, yeah, yeah. Matter, matter of fact, I talk a lot of people. I, you know, I, <laughs> you know I, 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 oh, no, nah, look, you gotta do this instead. You know, it's just, and, and because it's just, it's just I don't, I don't want a lot of clients, and, and I've done it long enough to know when somebody's not real, real serious. You know what I'm saying? It's, mm. And it's a win-win because I don't. Like I don't want to be frustrated. Less you know headache for you. It, it, yeah. Because because I get you know no matter if somebody has. You know, a hundred grand with me, or fifty grand with me, or a couple of million with me. I give them all the same love and attention. Yeah, yeah. So I just, I just don't want the ones who are not serious getting the love. You know what I'm saying? Like, not, not for me. You ever had somebody uh, give you some money? Like, let's say they, whatever they give you, then they call you like, "Hey, how my money doing?" Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Early on, I learned. <laughs> It's always, it's always the ones that smallest the account. Be, be, yes. Like, come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> that money is so precious to us. I, we I, I get it. I get it, man. I get it. I just, it's like, no, nah, maybe, maybe I'm not a fit. Maybe yeah. Fit. So how can people get a hold of you, like, if they want to bring their money to you? Because I have a 401K, but it's like, um, I know you told me on the phone that I should – 
do the max on there on my 401k. And I talked to, when we were on the phone, I was telling you that I was a girl that I talked to, and she was like, what I should do is put the max. But she was like, especially if you're going to be here for a long time and retired, you need to do the max. And then I was like, well, I'm not trying to retire from this company, so I'm not going to do the max. I'm only going to do the minimum, and then I'll, I'll use my money, my own capital, to do something outside of this. But what's the like? What's the reason why you saying I should do the max? Yeah. So, so, so the four hundred one k. The only part that is has anything to do with the company is their match. Because mm. you get to pick the investments, and then all the money you put into it is yours. And so, since you get to choose the investments and you get to choose how much you put in, that's all yours when you leave, no matter what. So the only part that is tied to the company is their match. And they may have, like, a vesting period or whatever. Um, so that's why I'm like, um, put as much as you can in 401k because that's yours. So if it if it builds up to a couple hundred thousand that, you know what I'm saying, that you put in and that you earn from your investments, that's all yours. So when you leave, you take it to your new company or you can roll it to your own IRA. Mm. Um, but that's all yours. So I'm like, if it were in an IRA... With those tax benefits, the most you can do is like fifty five hundred, six thousand, whatever the number is, depending on how old you are. Uh-huh. Um, but in a four hundred one k, you could put away close to twenty grand a year into the four hundred one k, you know yourself. Um, so I'm like, take take advantage of the tax benefits that the IRS is giving you for a four hundred one k, because that's separate from what the employer contributes for you on your behalf. Uh, so can I move it while I'm still with the company, mm-hmm. or they won't? They won't let you do that. Okay. Yeah. But once you when you leave, you can. Okay. Whenever I leave, I can move it to an IRA mm-hmm. and just let it sit there. Or your new four hundred one k. Yeah. E- either either of the two. Okay. Okay. Yeah, man. Good, yeah. Go ahead. What you about to say? No, that's a, that's a, that's a good and common question though, because that's because and, and that's why in the four hundred one k business I'm. When I go approach a business owner, I'm like, listen, man. So you, because uh, there's four things that make a good 401k, and and I and I'm a, um, I'm a confirm this with you. So, and you may not see this, but it's 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 what are the fees you're paying? Because those are hidden. You don't know it. They don't know it, right? But mm. I, when I when I audit a plan, I can a lot of plans are over being overcharged in fees. What are the investment options? Um, do your employees have somebody that they can talk to? Not a one eight hundred number. But like, like a Philip Washington or somebody that they say, "Hey man, I need to ask Philip a question about my about my retirement," and they're able to talk to somebody. And then fourth is like the digital experience, right? Mm-hmm. Like when you log into your four hundred one k, I'm pretty sure you're like, I don't have a clue like what's going on in here. What's you know? What I'm <laughs> yeah, saying? Like yeah, it's super yeah. confusing, uh, and it's confusing to me. And I've been doing this fortune. I would like log into a big Fortune five hundred company's plan and be like, "What the hell is going on?" You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, let me, I'd be like, "Give me like ten minutes to get familiar with the system." And and so what I tell the employer is. Hey, I audited your plan, and a lot of your employees are not invested appropriately, right? And it's and it's, and, and and it's probably because they're not getting somebody to talk to them and review their plan with them. And your digital experience sucks. Mm. And so the plan, the four hundred one ks that we, the platform we use to manage four hundred one ks, have a great digital experience, and we're there to be available. And it's low cost on the fees, and the investments are great. And so I'm like, those are the four makeups. And if you have that, then your employees are happy about it, and and they're not asking me. Should I do the 401k? They're like, no, I'm, I, I love it. You know, yeah, like, yeah. I want to put more money in the 401k plan because, and, and really, this is where the digital experience. Because on, on our digital experience that we, for the company we use, when you go on your 401k on your dashboard, you see, all right, I'm on track to have 
40000 a year in income. If I want to save more, here's how much I got to save. Here's the type of accounts. Like, it's all built into it. It's super simple, super intuitive. It tells you, like, on the screen how much you've made so far in percentage terms mm. and in, Dollars. like, dollar amount terms. You know, and so it's 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 built with the psychology of the non-sophisticated investor in mind. Right? I feel like so many 401ks are built for like investment advisors yeah you know what i'm saying or yeah. investment committees yeah. yeah but not for like the regular person invested in the 401k and so um uh but but um, that was my long way of saying like a lot of 401k plans are good yeah it's just this experience sucks and nobody has anybody to talk to about it because my company uses uh charles schwab yeah their 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 experience their digital experience is terrible man because it's like when i log on i'm like Okay, what what's going on? Like, okay, this is how much I have, and this is how much I invested. That's the only part that I know yeah. that, that I really know. Like, okay, I can go in there and just the <clears throat> and just the how much I, I'm putting mm-hmm. in. That's about it. And then how much I've got. That's it. That's the only part I know yeah. for sure. And then when I was when I was trying to adjust it, I I, I called them and had them have somebody give me a call because I wanted to. I want to understand a little bit more, but when I tell you the guy, he just sound like he was twenty four and just graduated. No, 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 no. It was the opposite. It sounded uh, like he was just old. Didn't he, care. Yeah, he didn't really care. Didn't he was check. like, yeah. I was just like, I don't feel comfortable like even taking your advice. <laughs> like I would if it was somebody young. Like yo, man, this is what you need to do. Or excited about it. I'm like okay, but he was sound like old, out of shape on the phone. I was just like. All right, thanks, guys. Thanks. <laughs> Thank you. Appreciate it. Yeah. But, yeah, man. Oh, so give your um, information out, man. How can people? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, so. I wouldn't, Before you do that, because I, I know, well, right now, fuck them. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. So StonehillWealthManagement.com is going to be, like, the best place to go because it has a podcast on there. It has, uh, you can get a free copy of my book, Retirement Investing 101, that sells on Amazon. Okay. Um I think my Instagram's on there, but just in case, I'm ask Philip on Instagram. Um, but yeah, my website because my website will get you to my podcast, which is on it's ask Philip and it's on Apple Podcast, Spotify. Okay. Uh, but but if you go to my website StonehillWealthManagement.com, it'll get you to all those places. StonehillWealthManagement.com. Yes, sir. Okay, that's what's up, man. Thank you for this, Philip. I appreciate. Thank you, you for this, me. and and I, we we definitely gonna talk because. I want to like my my plan is I am gonna get into real estate. I am because my wife is an agent. Okay. So I am gonna do that. But once I get the money, um, I guess would you ever be able to know like how to get away from paying taxes or like capital gains tax and all that? Um, uh, we we could we could talk we could talk offline because it depends. Like it, okay, it's, it's a nuanced question, right? It's it's tough to get away from capital gains tax, but. Um, we'll talk offline because because okay. there, there's a there's a way if it counts as ordinary income, then you can shelter it through tax shelters like your four hundred one k and all that kind of stuff. But okay, we'll, we'll we'll talk about it. Okay, bad. Yo, man, thank y'all for tuning in. This has been the Tap In Podcast. Philip, thank you again. Um, if anybody got a little chunk of change and they sitting on it, they don't know what to do with it. Make sure y'all hit up Philip. He'll take care of you, man. Um, yo, this has been the Tap In Podcast. Holla.